Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 191. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Some additional exciting news. This month, I am launching my new website, scottmlynch.com. I wanted to create one central hub where each of you could easily navigate my offerings, especially given that I now offer multiple ways to refine your mindset. We've put a lot of work into this, and I can't wait to share it with each of you. It's gone through a major visual overhaul and we've added some exciting features. You'll be able to book one-on-one sessions directly through the website, sign up for my free weekly newsletter, explore some motivational merch that'll be launching, and the most exciting part that I've been quietly keeping under wraps, I'll be launching a course this year and you'll be able to access this through my website as well. More details to come. Have you ever wanted more out of your life? Some of us are really good at what we do. Some of us are elite at what we do. And then there's the 1% of the 1%. Those that are unstoppable. These are individuals that compete with just one person themselves. Most people are willing to settle for good enough. Very few are willing to fight for an exceptional life. And in order to fight for an exceptional life, we need to become unstoppable. So how do we become unstoppable? Number one, refine your ecosystem. What we surround ourselves with greatly influences the outcome of our daily reality. This ecosystem, just like the one we live in, consists of a multitude of organisms and physical things that all interact from the people in our network, such as a mentor, our friends, the general circle we hang around the most, what we read, what we listen to, such as podcasts or audiobooks and music, what we watch from YouTube to TikTok to TV, 
All of these things make up our environment, our ecosystem. And each one of those organisms contributes to our happiness, our success, our mindset, and our long-term outcome. And each one plays a crucial role. And if we have one or two or three of these things, but not all, we have an unbalanced ecosystem, one that struggles to survive. So this balance is critical, one that we should dedicate attention to. When we understand the role that each organism plays in our success, we dedicate greater time to questioning whether or not those things belong in our lives. We question its purpose in relation to us. We question the balance. And here's the beautiful thing that happens when we take a closer look at our ecosystem. We find flaws, whether the people we've surrounded ourselves with or our job, and if it's making us miserable. Why we spend countless hours mindlessly scrolling TikTok. This curiosity exposes room for improvement. Constantly questioning why or what happens if I surround myself with like-minded individuals. What would happen if I got a mentor? Here's the beautiful thing about this evaluation. We get to engage in the things that drive true happiness. Not this veil that we think is happiness. We allow ourselves to expose our struggles because they no longer act as a mask. And when this happens, we connect with other authentic individuals that are doing the same thing, which ultimately leads to greater connections. One intertwined in greater intimacy and meaning which then leads to greater connections in environments that propel greater opportunities. This is an ecosystem based on organisms that breed life and growth, not this ecosystem that struggles for air and sunlight. Number two, always do what scares you. New things scare us. This is a fact. These new things scare us because we are uncertain of the outcome. Just as a computer has difficulty writing code to an equation it's never encountered, so do our minds. We struggle to be comfortable with the things that sit behind the door of uncertainty. But here's what's crucial. What sits behind each door of uncertainty is answers, opportunity, growth, knowledge, fuel, By sitting on the opposite side of these things, we miss those opportunities. This is why it's so critical that we open doors, that we do it anyway. There are more things likely to frighten us than there are to crush us. The suffering that we put ourselves through before we even take a step forward through those doors is greater suffering than when we face the things that sit on the other side of the door. And I want to be clear, there is nothing wrong with fear. It's natural and embedded in each of us. But hard decisions 
are often the most important decisions. Easy choices lead to a hard life. Hard choices lead to an easy life. What is critical is that we acknowledge fear. By acknowledging fear, we are better able to move past it. So how can we acknowledge fear and learn to welcome it? One, we need to say out loud what it is that we specifically fear. Sometimes transitioning thoughts to spoken words have a funny way of allowing us to recognize how silly those fears are in the first place. Two, do things that are just outside of your comfort zone. Let's say you're afraid of heights. You wouldn't immediately go to skydiving. A better approach may be hiking and standing on a really tall cliff. Maybe a better approach may be ziplining. Both paths give you the opportunity to experience height without major risk. But each experience would give you a taste of the thing that you fear. This exercise can be applied to many things in our life. If you fear speaking in front of a big audience, you wouldn't book a speaking gig in front of 2,000 people. Maybe you'd sign up for a Toastmaster event and engage with a smaller audience to start. Once these exercises are put into motion, we now have a taste of reality what these fears actually look like in real life as opposed to the fabrications we've made up in our minds. This fuses confidence with progressive overload. Confidence building can become a habit. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number three, obsess over process. Focus on doing the thing not the outcome. Commit to the process, not the outcome. We control whether we do something or not. We do not control the outcome. So with this being the case, our energy should be pushed into refining our process because this directly links to our outcome. When we refine and refine our process, we substantially influence efficiency And when we create this greater efficiency, we increase the amount of shots we take. 
Mathematically, this means we have a greater chance of getting one in the net. And with each swing of the stick, we get to refine our approach, our emotions. These small adjustments can mean a great deal to our outcome. These adjustments could mean simple habit adjustments, simple system adjustments, from adjusting when we wake up, when we go to bed, what our morning and evening routines look like, trying to tidy up our workspace, how often we exercise, eating healthier foods, limiting screen time, reading more. All of these habits and system adjustments, isolated, seem like such small, irrelevant micro-adjustments. But when we zoom out, we realize that these things compound. They add up. For example, when we choose to sit down and watch TV for three hours a night because we're exhausted and just drained and we want something mindless, in those moments, that night, it seems harmless. And we justify this behavior because we are evaluating it on an isolated scale. That scale being the day in which we make the decision. But we fail to elevate and look at it from a larger perspective. What's three hours today to just relax and take a load off? But as we zoom out, we realize that the three hours we took each night of the week accounted for 21 hours of that week. Within a single month, we are now looking at 84 hours. Our decisions, down to the smallest ones, have a large impact over time. This is why it is so critical that we evaluate our process, how we are living, what our habits look like, Spending time evaluating why we do certain things and why we struggle to engage in other things. We need to refine this idea around small motions equaling small outcomes. We are not playing for today or tomorrow. We are playing for the long game, which means each move we make today will have a huge influence on where the piece lands 10 moves from now. So, you may be asking, How do I shift habits and focus on the process? Use this sentence template whenever you're trying to form a new habit or adjust a current habit. It goes like this. I will, insert behavior, at insert time in insert location. This sentence addresses a couple of things. It holds us accountable. We've explicitly set an intention And it removes the need for inspiration. Rather than waiting for an opportunity to strike to give us permission, we are building the blocks to that permission without outside forces. Number four, focus on what you can control. It's extremely unhelpful to dwell on things outside of our control. They drain us. They rob us of time. These things are simply fat on the meat of life. I spend zero time investing my energy into things I have no control over. And in turn, I get a lot back because of it. It allows me to focus on the things that I love and create a positive ROI in my life. It allows for an abundance of happiness. 
When we can shift our mindset to start focusing on the things that we can control, we unlock happiness. We start creating a better life. We become unstoppable. And here's why. We're not burning unnecessary energy, which gives us more fuel to focus on the things that truly matter, the things in our life that will actually move the needle, the aspects of our lives that can influence change. But here's the most important part. When we create this idea that other forces, for lack of a better term, are the things that dictate the direction of our ship, we create hopeless thinking. Thoughts like, the government is the reason why I'm in this position. My childhood is the reason I'm in this position. The person I dated last year is why I'm in this position. These sentences... This thought process is not taking accountability, nor is it allowing us to create solid footing for forward momentum. This mindset is extremely toxic. So toxic, in fact, that many, many people go through their entire life thinking this way. This helpless thinking makes it feel as if we are treading water in the middle of the ocean, not entirely sure which direction land is. Navigating this open water and realizing land is just beyond the horizon creates a sense of freedom, opportunity, hope. Another key component to this, even in those moments when things go south, those moments where we lack control over the outcome, we still have control over how we react to those situations. Even after that thing happens, we can decide how much energy we put towards the reaction and what we do afterwards. Here's a little trick when in these situations. Remind yourself to either take action or calm down. For example, let's say you have an interview next week. and In the past, before an interview, you've caught yourself saying something to the effect of, I hope I do all right today. Add to the end of that sentence, make it happen. This will remind you that you are in control. You have the wheel. And for those moments where you start to think things like, I hope people don't think less of me during this meeting, ask yourself, does it really matter? You put your best foot forward. Find those indicators in your life where you start to give that energy into areas that have no return, that you have no control over, and steer in the opposite direction. When we can delineate control versus non-control, we greatly increase the rate of our success. And this leads to being unstoppable. So to recap, number one, refine your ecosystem. What we surround ourselves with greatly influences the outcome of our daily reality. Just like the one we live in consists of a multitude of organisms and physical things that all interact from the people in our network, what we read, what we listen to, what we watch, all of these things make up our environment, our ecosystem, and each one of those organisms contributes to our happiness, our success, our mindset, and our long-term outcome. When we understand the role that each organism plays in our success, we dedicate greater time to questioning 
whether or not those things belong in our lives. Number two, always do what scares you. There are more things likely to frighten us than there are to crush us. The suffering that we put ourselves through before we even take a step towards those doors is greater suffering than when we face the things that sit on the other side of the door. Hard decisions are often the most important decisions. Easy choices leads to a hard life. Hard choices lead to an easy life. Say out loud what it is that you fear. Do things that are just outside of your comfort zone. Number three, obsess over process. Commit to the process, not the outcome. Our energy should be pushed into refining our process. We need to refine this idea around small motions equaling small outcomes. Use this sentence template whenever you're trying to form a new habit or adjust a current habit. I will, insert behavior, at, insert time, in, insert location. And number four, focus on what you can control. It's extremely unhelpful to dwell on the things outside of our control. They drain us. They rob us of time. Remind yourself to either take action or calm down. Find those indicators in your life where you start to give that energy into areas that have no return, that you have no control over, and steer in the opposite direction. This week's shout out is by Heather who sent me a email through my website. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love motivational podcasts, but I've found so many to be either over the top toxic positivity, regurgitation of common processes by other people or hosts who call themselves motivational masters, but spend the majority of their show talking about themselves. You are so helpful and real. I start my day listening to you. You've helped me push through a challenging 18 months. Thank you. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to become unstoppable. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.